0: So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope has been a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God's word is clear. He wants every born-again believer to be imitators of Him and to live our lives just like Jesus did. Since our being imitators of God is clearly what God's plan for me and you is to do, then being imitators of Christ ought to be our plan too. We ought to do everything we can do to do what God wants all of us to do. Each and every one of us who are born-again believers should purpose in our hearts to be the kind of believers who do everything we need to do to fulfill God's plan for me and you. We need to live our lives being imitators of Christ. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes don't need to ask this question the way y'all was dancing around and and stuff like that but i'm gonna go ahead and ask you praise god how y'all doing today so am i same lord same faith same results praise god if you got your bible with you, i invite you to turn to ephesians chapter five and get ready for a word that's going to be all the way live that's going to be able to aid and assist you in stepping into the fullness of what god's got planned for you that's if you're willing to have an ear to hear what the lord is about to say to you because if you got an ear to hear what he got to say and are willing to put it into effect each and every day, I guarantee you you're going to be blessed beyond your wildest comprehension. Lord. Come on, hear the words that I'm about to mention. I'm about to share with you some things that's going to be a tremendous blessing to you. Not just today, but in the days that are ahead of you. So please, 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 please have an ear to hear what I'm going to say to you today. And I'm telling you, you're about to get blessed in Jesus' name. If you got your Bible, I invite you to turn to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to continue in a teaching that we started just a little while back, and it's called being imitators of Christ, being imitators of Christ. That's God's desire for me and you. That's what he wants us to be on fire to do, and that's to be imitators of Christ, just like he wants us to. That's talking about those of us who are born again. I got anybody in the house that's boned again. Praise God. For those of you who are born again, this is where this thing is supposed to begin. We're supposed to be imitators of him. God wants us to do that. Well, if that's what he wants, that's what we're going to do, is we're going to be imitators of him like he wants us to do. That's what he's called each and every one of us to do. A lot of people want to know about their calling. What am I called to do? Well, let's start off with this. You're called to imitate Christ. That's what you're called to do. Praise God. Imitate him, and then the rest will come behind that. You'll know everything else right behind that. But as you begin to imitate Him, that's the first thing to do. Because before He sends anybody anywhere, He calls them first to be like His Son, and then He calls them to do what it is that He's got them to do. Amen. So let's work on the first one first, and that's being imitators of Christ. Praise God. Well, what about that great calling of mine? It's a great calling of yours. Be imitator of Christ. Just start right there. Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll start right there. Now I'm going to read you the foundational text, do a brief review. Then we'll go into today's installment of the information I've got for you. But for real, for real, for real, have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. It's going to help you in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 5, we'll start reading in verse 1. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us, and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become a saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. God's talking to his church. He says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise. You mean the children of God can walk and live like fools? Absolutely they can. They can walk like fools. That's why he got it written here in the scripture because they can do that. We already learned that a fool by definition, biblical definition, is a person who says in their heart that there is no God. Now, we ain't that kind of fool. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We know there's a God. We know that he loves us and he saved us. And we know that he's right there with us. Praise God. And so it's it's in him that we trust. But we can effectively act like a fool even if we ain't an actual fool. Because effectively we can act like a fool by making our decisions like a fool. In, in such a way as we don't, we make our decisions as though there is no God. We conduct ourselves in lives like there is no God. We do what we do the way we do, thinking not even that this word is true, and doing the opposite of what God said to me and you. Now that's a fool too. And so, unfortunately, the Church of the Living God, according to God, has a tendency to act like fools. I'm so glad there ain't no fools up in Head O. Whereas God, I'm glad that y'all don't do this. I'm glad that you walk circumspectly, like God wants you to do, circumspectly. Knowing that, that the times are evil out here. Praise God. we children of light. So we're supposed to walk as children of light. Amen. Once you get boned again, ha, Jesus began to start giving you light. That word light also refers to revelation, which means he started giving you information so you can know how to live your life now that you a child of God, how to conduct yourself now that you a child of God, how it is that you can be able to win, live your life victoriously in everything you do. That's why he gives this information to you. But once he gives it to you, we're supposed to walk according to that light, circumspect according to that light of that revelation that God gives me and you so that we can be able to redeem the time, buy back the time and bring full use of the time like God wants us to do these days are evil darkness is running rampant throughout this world i mean it is increasing in a mind-boggling capacity it really is my wife and i was talking just the other day Reverend baby praise god and i was saying to her "Praise god and she was saying to me too that there was a day that we used to read many things in scripture and look forward to it happening but then we would actually question and say how is this going to happen because we see such things that's just so so rankly wrong and so crazy that they say will be going on in the world we would say how do going to be that because we were living in a life that wasn't that crazy but at the same time that was then this is now we look at it now and we like they saying something that's going to happen in the future there's something that's happening right now because darkness is magnifying quickly but the reason why is because the children of light ain't living the life that they supposed to be living that's the reason why because darkness can only come where light is not that's the only thing that occurred darkness can only occur where light is not because darkness by definitions is an absence of light now, if the world is filled with saved folk like it says it is, because we are outnumbering everybody else, there's more than be with us to be with everybody else. There's more saved people on this world than there's anybody else. But if that's true, why is darkness moving forward like it do? The reason why is because the children of light ain't walking like children of light. We're walking just like the world. We're acting like a fool, just like they are, and conducting ourselves in just like they are. But God is coming to his church right now and saying, <laughs> wake up. Because see, when you're asleep, you're oblivious to what you do. Just like when you sleep, you're snoring. And then when people wake you up and tell you to quit snoring, you say, I wasn't snoring. No, you were snoring. You just didn't know it because you was asleep. You was oblivious to what you was doing. And a lot of us are conducting ourselves like we're oblivious to what we're doing. But don't worry. God's waking up to church right now and saying, come on, wake up, wake up, wake up. Pay attention to what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. Operate circumspectly according to the light of the revelation that I share with you. The word of God that I give to you so that you can be able to live this life that I really got planned for you. Because this world don't know what right is. Why? Because, they, because we act like we don't know what right is. And we conduct ourselves like the world do. Therefore, the world got no reason to receive the God from me and you. Amen. And the reason why is because they already live in what we live in. So why, why do we need what they got? Can I testify? Yes. I mean, when I was rank wrong in the world, I mean rank wrong in the world, long before I got saved, praise God. People used to come to me and talk to me about salvation, but I say, why do I want to get saved? I must be saved because I'm already living a better life than you. Praise God, I must be saved because I'm already doing what you do. Because of why? Because the saved folk was in the same club I was in. In fact, I was the one that would have to buy their liquor because they didn't have enough money. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and, and when they did buy liquor, they couldn't buy as expensive liquor as I did. They drove up in a hoopty held together with Jesus's Lord sticker, and I drove a silver Benz. Are you listening to me up in here? So my question was, why do I want your God? Praise God! I'm just telling the truth. Praise God! The the children, the, the women. I'm I'm just telling the truth. Y'all don't mind if I tell the truth, right? I mean, I'll be there on a Friday night waiting on the one waiting on the choir girls. They got out of choir practice that night because after they came out of choir practice, they come straight to the club to be with me. And I would light their cigarettes, give them their drink, and then do whatever else I wanted to do with them. Praise God. Why? Because I was the world. Praise God. Back then. But now that I'm in Christ, I know this thing. Like, 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 I know this thing. Yes, are you listening to me in here? And I understand what God is saying. God's saying, come on, it's time for you to walk as children of light. They would quote to me scripture verses. Before they would. Amen. They, 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 they would do, Y'all don't want to work with me. Up here. And these are children of light. But they was walking like fools, acting like there is no God. And unfortunately, the church of lived God is living like that. We're living totally outside of what God told us to do, the parameters that God told us to that we're supposed to. Not understanding that we're missing out on all that God has in store for me and you, being uh, snookered by the devil and living less of a life than we ought to. But God's coming to his church right now and say, be followers of Christ as dear children and walk in love just like he walked in love. We already found out that that word follower means imitators, that we means we're supposed to imitate what he did. He said, I don't do anything other than what my father does, and I see my father do, and I don't say anything other than what he says too. And that's the way we ought to do. We ought to imitate that, too. That's why God said, I gave them his word. Why? So we can know how to live our lives and, and, and accordingly, so that we can imitate him, mimic him, copy him in actions and speech, as well as everything else that we do. And we do that as we walk our, out our lives. It's everywhere we go and everything that we do. God told us that Christ is our example. He didn't just come to save us, thank God. He saved us, but he also came to be an example for me and you so that we can be able to know how we live this thing out like we ought to, especially since we're in this new family of God. We are now Christians. Christians. We are little Christ, just like Christ, which means we're supposed to conduct ourselves just like he do too. So if we don't see him do it in scripture, what we're doing doing it. Doing it. If we don't see him acting like that, why are we acting like that? That's why he wants to give us what he gives us, and that's the word to learn to do what we're supposed to do. Last time we got together, praise God, we've been learning some awesome things in relationship to that. And that's that in order to be successful at living this life like God wants me and you to do, God gives us two awesome things so that we can be able to do what he do. He gives us the mind of God. That's the word of God. So that we can be able to know what God thinks, so we can think the same thing he thinks about the matter too. And he gives us a heart of God, Praise God, by pouring love in the midst of our heart. So because with that love that he gives me and you, we will then love God and love him enough to want to do what he wants us to do. Because if we don't love God enough, we won't do what God wants us to do. And if we won't love God enough, we won't do what he requires us to do. But we'll go act like a fool, act like he don't even exist and go do what we want to do rather than what the word clearly told us we ought to do. That's why it ain't enough that you just got the word of God. You also need the love of God at the same time, too. Because these three must remain faith, hope, and love. That way you can do what God said, do without a strain. Because if you got difficulty doing what God clearly said, do, it's only because your love ain't on enough. You need to get your love. Pumped up enough to be able to do what he wants you to do. Are you listening to me up in here? We found out last time that he shed his love abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, gushed it out. That he put more than enough in there for me and you to be able to make sure we got more than enough to be able to handle whatever he tells us to do and no matter what faces me and you. That we found out that because of the love of God, that God's commandments are not grievous. Ain't nothing difficult about them. They're not burdensome. They're not irksome. They're not hard to do. No, what's hard to do is to do what you don't want to do. But when you want to do what God said do, it'll become an easy thing to do once you put this thing upon the inside of you. Because we found out that the love of God, that's that love that we have for God. That love of God will constrain us. We found that out last time, that it'll hold us together so we don't fall apart and be them old crumbling Christians and them flaky Christians that other people are. Praise God, as soon as they run into a little pressure of a situation or two, then they fall apart and don't do what God said do. No, we stand strong all day, and night long, and do what God wants us to do, and we withstand whatever it is the devil tries to bring at me and you. Because we found out that that word constraint also means to arrest us. It causes us to stop. If you've ever been arrested, you ain't going where you want to. Trust a brother up on here. Praise God, because when you get arrested, you're going to go where they tell you to. Praise God. And the love of God will arrest you and make sure that it, it won't allow you to go in the places that you thought you should go, but it'll be able to cause you to have the power to say no. Because it takes power to say no to what the world wants to do. It takes power to be a man of God and a woman of God like God wants you to do. Because anybody can crumble and buck under the pressure and live like the rest of society do. But it takes a strong man and woman of God to be able to live out like God wants us to do. Are you listening to me up in here? That's why he said be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Why? Because then you'll act right both day and night. But you can't do it unless you do it the way he told you to do it. That's why he wants to give you everything necessary so you can do it. We found out that the love of God compels you, it preoccupies you, compels you means restrains you, it allows you to repress and restrain yourself from doing what it is that you ain't got no business doing. We found out that it has the power necessary to be able to influence you so you don't even want to be doing And we find out it will preoccupy you because it will occupy your heart ahead of time so that there'll be no place in you for sin at any time because it's already occupied with the love of God. And when an opportunity is presented to you, you'll be like, no, that's all right. Why? Because I'm already full of the love of God and that's not what I want to do. The reason why we can find ourselves doing things we ain't got no business is because uh, the, the love of God is not preoccupying our heart like it's supposed to it's still got room to do it. We still got room in our heart to do it. Why? Because we don't love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our might like he told us to do. But thank God he's been teaching us exactly what to do. Now remember, I said it's important for us to have the, the love of God and it's important to have the word of God. That between those two, we're going to be able to do what's necessary to be able to live this thing out like we're supposed to. So, talk, turn to Psalms number 119, please. See, we need the word of God. Why do we need that? Because the word of God gives us the mind of God. And if we got the same mind on God's matter, laced with the love of God on that matter, then we're going to do what God says and don't nothing else matter. We're just going to do what God wants us to do and let this thing out like God wants us to do. And ain't going to be no strain, no struggle to do what God said do because we love God and we know what to do. See, it's wonderful to know what to do. One of the reasons why we make mistakes because we don't know the right answers. But when we know the right answers, you don't make mistakes. I hear people say, man, that test was hard. No, it was only hard for the people that didn't really know the answers. Praise God. But for ones that knew the answers, it was an easy test. Are you listening to me? The test is only as hard as your lack of information. The the test isn't hard if you got the information. Does that make sense? Like if I gave you a test right now and asked you, you know, one of the questions was, what's your name? And the other one was, what's your birth date? And the other one, praise God, was what's your mama name? Praise God. And then the fourth one is 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 no, I ain't gonna go there. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> leave that alone. But I just have you those three questions. Praise God. And I hand you back that test. you will be like, man, that was the easiest test I ever took. Why? Because you knew all the answers. Just like life. If you know all the answers, it's real easy to live this thing out like you're supposed to. Amen. The difficulty comes in not knowing what to do. That's why God loves you and God wants to provide you his will, his way, what he has to say. So it can be easy for you to have the right answer when the sin and the opportunity to sin comes your way. Turn to Psalms number 119, please. We're going to start with stanza number one. See, it's the word of God in our heart that's going to cause us to be able to remain holy and not sin against God. Once we get that word of God in our heart, what did I say in our heart. Yeah, it has to become in your heart. That's one of the reasons why as soon as you got born again, we entered into what's called a new covenant. Praise God. And in that new covenant, God told us about that new covenant. He says, in that covenant, I'm going to write my commandments and I'm going to write my laws in your heart and in your mind. Why in your heart and in your mind? Because you'll keep them when they're there. When they're in your heart and in your mind, you'll keep them. Because previously in the Old Testament, the laws in, uh, of God were on the outside. They were external. They was written in a hard place. Praise God. Stone. And it was hard to carry. It was heavy. And they would drop it and it would break it, praise God, because they couldn't carry it. It was too difficult for them. It was burdensome. But God said, I want to take it out of that external and put it internal. I want to put it in your heart, your heart and in your mind. Because when I can get it there at that time, it'll be easy to carry around what I told to you. And you'll have a heart and a mind to do what I said to. Let's read about it. Psalms number 119, they testify about it. It says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of God. Blessed are the other father, in a way. That word blessed right there means supremely blessed. It means supremely blessed. Now, this ain't no everyday, ordinary, you know, common off-the-shelf type blessed. This is supremely blessed. In fact, it's written in an interjection, which means, oh, how happy. Oh, how blessed. I mean, it's the kind of blessed that of you hollering and shouting and hallelujah it's that kind of blessed praise God this ain't like no like this ain't the blessed like if I gave you five dollars like if I gave you five dollars what would you say to me amen you'd be just about polite like that but if I gave you five thousand dollars what would you say to me oh yeah there would be a different response are you listening to me because you'd be like oh how happy praise God I'm supremely blessed if I gave you million. Some of y'all would do that after I woke you back up because you'd faint, praise God. Shut that up, Well, see, you would be extremely blessed. This is what God said. God said, extremely blessed are the undefiled in the way. Who walk in the law of the Lord? Who walk in the law of the Lord? So he's telling you who the undefiled are. The undefiled are the ones that walk in the law of the Lord. Now, the word law means doctrines, and it all means teachings and instructions. The word law means doctrines. And teachings and instructions. Well, why do they translate it law? Because it always works. Because it always works. Like, for instance, there's this law called gravity. Some of y'all say, I don't believe in the law of gravity. Well, then go up on top of this building. (laughs) Walk off, and you'll find out that the law of gravity always works. Praise God, because you're going to fall just like a rock. Praise God. In fact, at the exact same speed of the rock. Praise God, according to Copernicus. Praise God, you're going to fall at the exact same speed of the rock. Blessed be the night. I thought it was an educated thug. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're going to fall at the exact same speed as the rock. And why is that? Because gravity works the exact same way for everybody. Are you listening to me up here? And so does the law of God. It works the exact same way for everybody. So you could be from one side of the town and do what God says do, and it's going to work that way for you. You can be on the, uh, from the other side of town and use the word of God and do the same thing, too. You can be a white man, black man, Hispanic man, woman. You could be a man. You cannot know who the heck you are. And you can use the word of God, and it's still going to be able to work the same way. Are you listening to me? Thank God for the word of God. Notice I said they are instructions. They're instructions, which means God will teach you what to do. He'll train you what to do. And see, that ought to be a good news to many of us. Because see, some of y'all, y'all were saved all your life. Some of us, we we didn't get saved till the latter part of our lives. And so because of that, we didn't know what to do. We don't know how to live this thing out like we ought to. But the word of God tells us, blessed are the undefiled in a way who walk in the instructions, the teachings, the doctrines of the law of God. What happens to them? They are the undefiled in a way who are blessed. That word undefiled right there means perfect or sincere. I like that. They are perfect and sincere, which means that there's nothing missing, nothing broken. Everything is conducting the way it's supposed to be conducted. Nothing's missing. Nothing's lacking. Come on now. They ain't slacking. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do because they're perfect and sincere. God wants us to be sincere about doing what He wants us to do. God wants us to put the effort in to do what He says do. Because when you do what He says do, you're going to be considered the undefiled, and you're going to be supremely blessed if you do if you order your life according to the way He tells you to do that. Well, that's all the that way I've time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really desires for us to be imitators of Him. I hope that you're seeing that this desire for us to be like God is real and should be our desire too, being more and more like the God who loves and saves me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to do everything I can do to do what the Father wants me to do, that is to imitate Him and be as much like Him as I can be. I hope you make the same decision as me. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Eric O. 210-785-9238. That's Erico 210 785 or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd we'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio That'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people. It's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folks in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until... Hey, it's night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. later a VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come all through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? And by the way, I hope that you're having a blessed and an enjoyable Martin Luther King holiday. Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.